mm-hmm. instead of saying, hey, you know what? This is who God, let's, let's help you discover who God made you to be. Mm-hmm. And then let's figure yeah. out how that fits into the world around you. Right. Hey, welcome to Midweek here at Press Church. Uh, another fun conversation for you guys. But before we dig in, make sure to like, subscribe, hit that bell, set up notifications so you're up to date on everything we got going on. Yeah. And if you're, you know, some people are listening on oh, the podcast. That's true. Oh. So uh, I keep forgetting you do that. Like, we, we do the video, but I forget you can pull the yeah, audio. And I make think a we podcast. might have as many listeners in the podcast. Well, world for those of you who, uh, who listen four. on podcast, <laughs> yeah. all, all two people <laughs> got one on both. Well, thank you. Thank you for what, whatever platform you like to take in this conversation. All right. So we were talking, uh, the pastor, we're, we're talking all the time. First off, this is something that I, I kind of wish we could <laughs> transport people into some of our conversations. Do we ever get anything done? We just talk all the right. time. <laughs> right. Tell me about it. They'd probably be offended at some of the things, but anyway, so we were talking about the correlation between uh, our our parenting life, like uh, our life as parents, and then our our spiritual uh, journey, our our Christian faith. Uh, there's a lot of um, connections, you know, even in Scripture. You see, to you know, you, you hear these words like spiritual father, you know, God, God the Father, you know, and these. Uh, and so kind of digging into maybe some of the tensions of parent life um, and how those potentially correlate with our spiritual life and the way that we view God um, and the way we view our relationship with mm-hmm. God, if that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of talking through those, because I think there's a lot of a lot of comparisons and a lot of things that are very similar in the way that your interaction with your kids. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the parents that you had, right? And how you view God based on the parents that because maybe had. you don't have kids yet, or right. aren't going to have kids, right? That's cool, but you did have parents, right? <laughs> or you had, or people. you had somebody who raised you, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we, you know, you hear things like God the Father, and then we have, you know, we project to onto God that parental figure that we've had in our life. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. Sounds like therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> about 10 minutes in, we're all going to be crying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it, that, you're right, though. Like, there's, as a parent, I mean, and, and it's interesting, if you look at the three of us, we're all at different seasons of parenting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, you've yeah. got younger kids and yep. one on the way. Yep. You've got teenagers, mm-hmm. God help you, and, and you're and I'm older, right on the edge of just empty is, nest. Yeah, yeah my yeah. youngest just graduated, and I've got yeah. a second grandbaby coming in a month or so. You know, so we're at different stages, yeah. and I mean, I can tell you right now, I have no idea what to tell you and how to <laughs> and how to deal with preschoolers. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, well, I think that's the thing. And when we first started talking about this, I'm like, it is a humbling experience to yeah. be a parent. Because when you know you're younger and you want to have kids, you think you know what it's going to be like, and yeah. and and you you could even give advice to other people. And and I was right. thinking about this. I'm like, what advice would I give? Um, I, it, at the end of the day, I'm I, I I don't know because I'm I'm humbled by the process, yeah, and there isn't an easy formula. And we right. we fall into yeah. this. Uh, way where we we try to tell other people how to do things once we've experienced it and it's like i don't know that i could possibly tell anybody anything about it is funny being a parent so like 
you know, Bethany, we were when we were going on vacation, Bethany put something out on Facebook like, hey, we have to fly on this plane. My youngest is going to have to wear a mask. Like, what are some suggestions <laughs> for my kid wearing a mask? And, you know, you had some of the different parents. But it, it was funny, some of the non-parents, you know, some of the younger, there's some um, younger people who weren't parents, have never had parents, aren't even married, who was... They never had parents. They no, sorry. They aren't. <laughs> wow. Did I say that? Yeah, yeah, you did. They never had. They they aren't parents yet. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not married. Or but it's those people who like they private message Bethany like, well, here's my take on it. So many parents are given because people are like, oh, give yeah. your kids candy or do yeah. something like let them watch something. Yeah. And they're like, I can't believe all these parents are doing that. That's terrible. And, That's and, definitely from people who don't have kids. And, right. <laughs> but it's interesting how. Yeah. You know, they they have this feeling that they can add something yeah. beneficial to the conversation, and yeah. maybe there's some truth in it. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget. I was with a Christian youth group uh, at one time when we were we went to Kings Island or whatever uh, to this concert thing, and then we rode the rides and we were in the, one of the lines, and uh, there were this was a bigger church, and there were some teenage girls that were a part of them the the thing, and and they were a little ahead of us, and I could overhear them and they were talking about a parent in front of them that had one of their kids on the leash, you know, and they were talking about how terrible that is and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, wow, you you guys, uh, you're in a position to really make that kind of (laughs) critical assessment, huh? Mm -hmm. You know, um, how arrogant we can be when we have no experience. So, and you actually know this guy, but when I was, this was 20 years ago, almost up when I was up in Mansfield, there was another family that had kids about the same age as ours. Uh, he was the one that ran the music store, the tall, long hair guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, player. I know him yeah, very okay. well, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, anyway, what his oldest was, it was a wild child, okay? I mean, <laughs> and I say that because my oldest was a wild child too, so mm-hmm. I get it. Like, yeah. you know, I and so we had lots of time to commiserate, so to speak, but uh, he told me about a time he was in a store and his kid was being his kid, like just yeah. a little crazy. And some lady looked at him and kind of said, why don't you control your kid? And he looked at her and he goes, listen, I can't control my kid and you can't control my kid. So just leave me alone. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and I feel like there, there are times where you just want to tell people, listen, right. you have no idea what it is to live with this child. Yeah. Right. Don't even begin to tell me what I should be doing. Right. And and so obviously that's not at all what we're trying to do right. in coming to this. You know, mm-hmm. I, really we want to go a little further in that conversation and say, what? Well, how do we see our spiritual journey alongside our parenting journey? Right. Uh, I mean, I, I've definitely learned to pray more since having kids. <laughs> yeah. Because I got no no option at times. Right. No well, other option. And you know, it goes to the thing where we talk about having to wrestle through things a lot. Because mm. maybe something that that person said or a suggestion that somebody gives has some truth in it or has some value mm-hmm. to it. It still is missing the the point. Right. Right. And I and I think that's the that's the challenge for us in our faith. That look where you are now in your faith journey is where you are now in your faith journey and that's different than you know we're all different we're all wrestling through different things and for you to just come to me and be like well sean here's how it is this is what i've learned to this point that doesn't do anything for me right now we can have a conversation you can encourage me and say hey this is where i've been and this is where i am now and this mm-hmm. is what i feel like god's been telling me so me coming to you saying you are so stupid if you would just that's probably not a good approach. right <laughs> but yet yeah 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing, you know, the things because when we were talking about this, I was trying to look back on some experiences that I had that was very informing to me mm. as, as a parent, and um, uh, it just so happens we're all drinking coffee today. Yeah. Yes, and I have a you've a, got the Disney. I've got the Disney we, cup. We intentionally gave you the <laughs> gave Disney the, cup. Most people don't know I'm a huge Disney fan. Like I, I really am, but like for different reasons. See, I gave it to you because are. I thought you wanted to be a Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pretty pretty. princess. <laughs> uh, Sears is in the corner. I'm a pretty princess. I'm a pretty princess. <laughs> uh, but one of one of the informing experiences I had was when I first took the kids to Disney World, mm. and we were the kids were younger and we were being very overprotective and all of that kind of stuff and um, and the kids didn't know it was, a, it was a trip for you not for them <laughs> <laughs> exactly and so i don't i can't remember what ride we were getting on but it was probably like uh i don't know it was something it was either pirates of the caribbean or something like that it was like something with water and one of those kinds of things and and uh and i had gotten in the the boat or whatever it was and i uh, I had positioned us to have the kids on the inside and the parents right. on the outside, and we didn't want one of the kids falling out. And um, it, it was funny because the story was probably in uh, first grade then. Okay. You know, it's like why was I, you know, worried about? And we're at Disney, you know, yeah. but um, she really wanted to sit on the outside, right? And I'm like, no, you know, sit here between us. And then some other person who was like, it was a younger couple or somebody and they didn't have kids, was like, here, you can have my seat. And like offered it over. And now I'm not going to say no. Right. You know, yeah, like, yeah. okay. And so I, I let story sit over there. And then like the whole time I'm thinking, wow, I just totally parent failed. Like I'm at mm. Disney and another and a stranger opened up their seat to right. give my daughter the experience, experience that, you wanted that, she, her to have, yeah. that I wanted her to have. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But I was being too overprotective yeah, to mm. allow that to happen, you know? Yeah. Right. So uh, that was that was an informing experience. Well, and that yeah. you know, going to that, I think you know, on the in, in line with you know, parenting, how much our fears uh, hmm. play into the way that we yeah. uh, parent our kids. I mm -hmm. see this all the time because you see this like the fear of the parent becomes the fear of the child. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, we I've talked about with that with Bethany because Bethany hates the ocean. Like right. she doesn't like going. She's just like I, she likes yeah. the beach. Doesn't right. Like right. Water. And so I'm like, you can't. Tell Sienna you're afraid of the water, mm. right? Or she will be. Or she will be, right? Because and Sienna knows mommy doesn't like to go in the water, and that's fine. If mommy right. doesn't like to, but if she starts saying, "Well, I don't like a fish hitting my leg," or "I don't yeah. like the potential of a jellyfish," or, or maybe the fact a shark. That if you're or, in the ocean, you're never more than twelve feet away from a shark, right? <laughs> That's a stat you can look up. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Everybody's never going in the water, but it's those sort of things that our fears. You know, if you're afraid of sickness or if you're afraid of car, whatever it is, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can you can project that onto your kids and then they will grow up they with absorb that, it. With mm -hmm. that thing. Yeah. So yeah. if you're afraid of falling out of a, a roller coaster, now your kids growing up have th – that's become a foundation right, in right. their life of, of yeah, that yeah. fear. Well, I think that's why Proverbs 22.6 says, train up a child in the way that he should go and when he's old he will not depart from it. Basically the point is whatever you're bringing your child up in – they're going to stick with it in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. They may rebel against aspects of it, you right. know, just to express their own right. identity and all this stuff. But I mean, at some level, the, they're going to inherit these patterns that you set. Right. Uh, and, yeah. and you just have to be aware of that. Right. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure my kids will need lots of therapy because they were 
raised well, in my house. Right. I mean, and you can say that and you can say that jokingly, but the reality is, is we're going to wound our kids, right? right? We're Because yeah. we're, we're, we're broken dead. people, yeah. right. uh, fallen people in a fallen world, as yep. you quoted John. Say, yep. uh, the um, uh, John the pastor John the Baptist John the Baptist or John the Saint John Saint yeah. John yeah right uh, uh, <laughs> almost Saint John the old pastor <laughs> but but we are and we are going to you know your parents uh, can't be perfect enough and right. they they they've done things that right. is going to cause issues for you and you're going to do the same thing with right. your own kids it's going to happen right right and uh, so I think it's very important to remember that right. like you're never going to do it good enough right. and guess well, what you're probably going to do some damage and, so. and what we said correlating that into our spiritual walk right we we can get into this you know space where we're just telling people oh, this is how you do it this is how you do it this is how you do it and you're potentially screwing other people up to, like there's there's like ripples of of how you interact with people and i think when it comes down to it um the question is like what what is the maybe the why behind what you're doing like mm-hmm. why do you feel so inclined to tell that person that they're doing it wrong in your eyes you know mm-hmm. why are you so inclined to tell your kid not to do that one thing? Mm-hmm. Is it out of fear? Is it out of a teaching element or love or like what is the what is the point of you doing that? Right. It's a question I think that you have to wrestle with. Yeah, and it's never there's never one answer to that. Right. You know, it's, it's oh yeah, every situation is going to be a little different. Little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do find that interesting because with our spiritual walk, why is it that I feel like we have a particular way in Christendom where we like to uh, tell other people how to live their lives? Yes. And and where do we get this weird arrogance from? You know, it's like we try to take scripture and beat other people over the head with it in in some sense of like we're going to. Uh, affect them positively that way. Right. And that is not going to work. Right. You know? And uh, and so when I, when we were talking about this parent thing, I'm like, you know, the more I've, the longer I go as a parent, the less I feel that I know. The yeah. less I feel inclined to tell other people yeah. what to do. And I feel like the same thing with spiritual maturity, the longer mm. you go with it, yeah. you want to love people well and you want right. to, but I feel less inclined to uh, hold on to uh, things that I would have once used maybe to beat people mm. over the head with, mm. you know? Right. If I need to go into that any further, I, no. I guess I will, but I, and that may sound too abstract, but, uh, you know, I feel like that's what we're seeing with Jesus, is particularly when he confronts the Pharisees and mm-hmm. the, the the way of viewing the law and, and the power of keeping some people in and some people out and all of that right. kind of stuff. It's, it's like, uh, it's not a way to help people uh, engage God. Well, and if, truly. You, if you use it in, in association with like your parenting stuff, like each of your kids are different. Like if if I if I have to discipline Sienna and discipline Jude, if I do it the same way, it will not be effective. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I need to talk to Sienna a certain way. I need to talk to Jude a certain way for them to hear me. Right. Like right. Uh, Jude will shut down, or Sienna will just not listen, or you know what I mean. Like, and so that's even that. Like, there's there's people who hear things differently. 
and and going to them in a way of like I want I want to respect you or I want to actually love you in a way that you're going to be able to digest well, that's, that's it. like I mean the verse the Proverbs verse I mentioned earlier train up a child in the way they should go it's really the the imagery there is um, train them in, in in who they are mm. right and, mm-hmm. and and help them become all that they've been created to be mm-hmm. it's not train them up in the way you think that they should go <laughs> right right it's train them up in who they are so that they are sure of themselves they understand who they are and can function right. in society once they're out of your protective custody yeah. yeah and and so you've got to recognize who they are and i think the same thing is true with the people that you know we either we work with in 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 spiritual direction uh or when we are being worked with you know when someone else is is helping it we need to understand who we are and then understand how that relates to doing life right now. Mm-hmm. It's not one size fits all. Mm. Here's the one thing you have to do. If you do this, everything else, you know, like it, it's going to play right. itself out differently right. based yeah. on who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that is a really deep and important concept, but it's kind of abstract too. And I don't know if, if it can be picked up on the weight of what it is that you're saying. We, you know, with our our vision statement is mm-hmm. we want to help people embrace their identity in Christ. Yeah. Well, why is that important? Because God made you a particular yes. way to be who you are for him, yeah. and only you can do that. Can do that. Yeah. And yet, for some reason, in the Christian world, we want to create cookie cutter people yeah. that all operate the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know yeah. that that can be taken the wrong way and like you could run with that in the right, wrong right, direction right, if right. you want. But the core is, you know, it's being who you truly were created to be in Christ and and doing that in mm-hmm. obedience to God, right? right? And yeah, that's, I mean, that's an area that I know for me over the last even few months, I've really had to dive into and, and understand and wrestle with because, you know, the, the world and, and even the Christian world, like just tells you that being the, the head guy, the leader, the top, that's success, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that, that's if you reach that level and everyone should strive to be the top dog somewhere, that's right. like the ultimate right. whatever. And, and the more I've wrestled through just who I am, back to the you know, identity in Christ, that's not the way God wired me. Mm-hmm. He didn't wire me to rule the world, you know, or to like that. He wired me to be the kind of person that comes alongside people who have a, a God-given vision and to work with them to help them actualize theirs. Yes. Right. And the more I've leaned into that, Actually, the better I feel about yeah. Right. Like I mean, I, I yeah. It makes so much sense. Right. But for decades, I was told the only time that you're truly doing what God has called you to do is mm. if you're in charge. Mm. And and so I think we parent that way. We say, kids, you're successful if X Y Z. Right. We decide that is. Yeah. We right. say, Christian, you are a good Christian if you X Y Z, and we yep. decide ahead of time what those actions or mm-hmm. results are instead of saying. Hey, you know what? This is who God. Let's let's help you discover who God made you to be, mm-hmm. and then let's figure yeah. out how that fits into the world around you. Right. right. But that's scary, Jason. It doesn't have hardline boundaries on it. <laughs> it, it doesn't have you know lines of. That's in right. and they out. may choose something that's that right. you don't like. Yeah. Well, and that's you the don't... thing. Yes. Yeah. What what happens when? Yeah, their identity is something that is maybe not as cool as you would have wanted it to be or right. the, you know and, and success measurements of success they're a little bit relative now mm-hmm. it's not hard right. and fast this is how you know if you're successful or not right 
Well, and going to the journey as well, like how long, I mean, obviously, you know, life goes quick in some regards and then slow in other regards, but it's like, think of how much you've lived through and how your mind has grown or how your yeah. views on things have changed. We, we think so narrowly about that. It's really hard. But when you think about it in terms of the whole lifespan, God knows. Like, God knows it all. Yeah. He knows that. And we, we may look at <laughs> but we, we act right. like he doesn't. And right. we can look at it in the here and the now. Like, well, this yeah. person is doing something that I don't think is healthy for them or good for them right now. Right. And so it's all about that. And sometimes we just need to go through those things to right to yeah. get to a point where we do acknowledge God in and, it. and we don't know like that's not on us to try to orchestrate and that the, right. the alternative take on that is that it is all on you yes you know? like it is all right. up to you to critically be perfect because right. the outcome won't be right right unless it is right. and it's like nope, which is how we view parenting. God actually has how we view right. parenting right too like yeah yeah I, yeah I I worry that my parenting is judged based on the success of my children. Mm -hmm. Yes. And on some levels it is, and, and I get right. that. Right, you do play a part But at in some it. point, my right. kids are their own people. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're adults now. Like, yeah. Right. So if your kid Legally. ends up, well, and it's it's similar to what I said a couple weeks ago on forgiveness. When it forgiveness is all on you, if you succeed, now there's, there's pride. And if you fail, there's shame. So mm -hmm. if your kid doesn't turn out Right. How you think. Right. Now that it's either shame on you, like, oh, well, right. you didn't parent right. Yeah. What but if they're good, wrong? oh, well, what? He must have been the perfect right. parent. So let's get advice from him. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's the worst possible. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the same thing tr is true with our spiritual journey, right? I mean, if you look at someone like uh, Dallas Willard or Eugene Peterson, we were talking about mm -hmm. those earlier this morning, you know, Richard Foster, these are spiritual giants, modern spiritual giants. Like they, they just, had an influence in the mm -hmm. in Christianity in, in so many positive ways. But as you read their writings and, and you hear interactions with them, the older they got, and the you know, two of those three are dead, I think Richard Foster's still alive. Yeah, I um, know Dallas Willard and, and Eugene. Eugene yeah. But the closer they got to the end of their life, the less they gave any real hard and fast do this. Right, yes. It, it was more of a, hey, interact with God. Yes. Be authentic. Yeah. Right. Be vulnerable before God. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. What? Right. Give me a formula. Right. You know, yeah. Give me three steps yeah. so I can be done. Give me a formula and a line of what's in and out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The older I get, I I see that now. Right. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Deep thoughts, Jason. Uh, they weren't mine, though. They were other people. <laughs> Oh, it's good stuff. Well, hopefully you got something out of this today. I think it's a lot of good discussions here. We could probably talk a lot longer uh, about some of these interactions. But um, I'm sure we will. Yeah, at some <laughs> right. point. Yeah, at some point. As always, though, if you have questions, please let us know. Send them in at info at pressedchurch.tv. And if nothing else, we'll see you next Wednesday for another midweek. So take care. Mm -hmm.